0: My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the December 2018 slash January 2019 horoscope overview based on Vedic astrology. So the biggest thing happening right off the bat tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the 20th of December, is the winter solstice, the longest night of the year. The lunar energies, the moon is at its strongest point. The yin qualities feminine receptivity all of these things are emphasized so this is a really good time for things like restorative yoga yoga nidra more restful practices and reflection introspection and if you want to set intentions for the new year resolutions goals whatever you do it's a good idea to get into that very receptive clear calm space of the lunar qualities of the moon qualities and set your goals and intentions from that place, and have it more be more intrinsically motivated than extrinsically motivated. And I have a whole blog all about specifically that, and a alternate nostril breath or channel clearing breath that you can do on my blog at quietmind.yoga/blog. You'll see the newest blog there, all about that and uh, why it might be helpful to do this practice and how you can do it step by step. I'll guide us through it at the end of this podcast as well, as well as a meditation you can do for throughout January. So the next significant event happening in December is on the 23rd, is the full moon in Gemini. And it's in, in the area of the sky or the nakshatra. That's called Ardra. And that is to do with destruction, transformation, change, things that are it's time to let go of. This is a really good time to, again, do the introspection of the winter solstice and look at what is ready to change, what you want to let go of, what you want to, even at the extreme, destroy, to deconstruct, to take apart, which could be uh, just taking apart the last year and looking at what's worked, what hasn't worked, maybe uh, cleaning out the closet, maybe decluttering simplifying letting go of the things that have accumulated and uh, having the destruction come in a very peaceful intentional way uh, and not so much like two people i talked to in the last week who've had car accidents so we want to get the positive most beneficial and intentional expression of these qualities and help avoid the uh, possible negative expression of these qualities because it's going to show up one way or another and i think if you have a regular sadhana or daily practice meditation yoga spiritual practice whatever it is for you that can help ameliorate the negative and enhance the positive effects the next significant event after that is on monday december 24th when mars goes into pisces So Mars, the planet of action that rules uh, Aries and Scorpio. And it's moving into the sign of Pisces, which we covered last week is imagination, intuition, insight, the most spiritual and sort of beyond the physical sign. So our actions, our initiation, our drive and motivation towards the spiritual, towards our imagination, intuition, insights can be all enhanced over the next month uh, until early February while Mars is in Pisces. So your actions can be more spiritually inclined, spiritually motivated, and uh, you wanna just be wary of things that might bring frustration because Mars can get frustrated in this area, uh, but there can be a lot of expansions, right? So Jupiter rules Pisces. Jupiter is the planet of expansion Mars is the planet of action active expansion so you can have fast gains and wealth you can have a lot of bravery and courage can set really positive goals uh, but you want to think long term because right now the Sun is in Sagittarius so with Sun in Sagittarius and that's going until mid-January uh, this is the sign Sagittarius of beliefs, faith, religion, spirituality. So again, this, these spiritual aspects are amplified here and the sun as an active planet. Uh, it relates to authority and leadership. So having clear uh, expression of your spiritual beliefs and putting them into action, is all very much favored right now. So having a daily spiritual practice, something that's active and engaging. So if you come to my classes over the next month, you'll notice they're a little more challenging, a little more engaging, a little more active. So if you're doing yoga yourself at home or going to classes, choose more active practices. This is going to really uh, start to harness these energies and again, bring more of the positive effects and less of the negative. And this is really starting after the winter solstice because now we transition this is a six month period going towards the summer solstice where for the next six months starting on saturday the sun is going to be amplified day by day and reaching the peak of the summer solstice where the day is the longest it gets throughout the year and then we repeat the six month cycle again all the way to next winter solstice next year so with all that being said all right, it's a good time to begin to look at your long-term vision of what you want the next six months to look like really solidify and act on your spiritual uh, ethics beliefs putting them into action and having that be a foundation for the next six months you want to avoid short-term thinking here and maybe being overly ambitious you want to think long term. You want to think six months, right? So not just what feels good right now, but like if you have uh, maybe a goal of losing weight, how much could you lose over six months? Not just I uh, need to lose weight quickly and what can I do fast. Or if you want to increase your wealth, you know, look at six months. Create a spreadsheet so you can see the numbers over six months, and not just oh how can I cut corners here or there or how can I quickly get some money here or there. Think a little more long-term. And six months really isn't that long, but it's a good chunk of time to make significant progress. There's that saying of we overestimate what we can do in a day, but we underestimate what we can do in a year. And I think it's very helpful to align with the seasons, with nature, with the planets, and think in these six-month cycles with the solstices, and have this next six months be a more active more uh, rooted in your spirituality and your beliefs and taking action from that place the next significant event is in january when on january 2nd mercury goes into sagittarius and venus goes into scorpio so we're gonna have a lot going on in sagittarius so again The beliefs ethics spiritual values uh, even travel I forgot to say that Sagittarius is is to do with travel Uh, so if you're interested in doing a little travel this is a good time for that for the next uh, month or so mercury is the planet of uh, quick action business uh, in Sagittarius so again you're probably gonna want to make ethical business decisions not try to cut corners not try to go too fast that will lead to frustration and burnout you want to be steady stable and consistent and you know sagittarius is often to, uh, depicted with like a bow and arrow and focused and pointing that energy in a specific direction and with venus in scorpio venus the planet of love relationships and scorpio the planet of of depth it's a good time for going deeper into your relationships and maybe having spiritual practice in your relationships or some sort of thing that brings you together something you uh, do together that uses these qualities of sagittarius maybe uh, a church or a religion or practices or meditation whatever that is for you having that uh, as part of your foundation your relationship and then going deeper having the deeper conversations spending more quality time together you know where you can and what's realistic for your schedules next significant event is a new moon in Sagittarius on Saturday January 5th new moon always a good time for setting intentions so if you hadn't already set intentions for the new year you can revisit that reevaluate there and think of that two week period of how it can move you closer to the six month through the six month period of increasing the sun energy increasing the activation energy in your life in the direction that you're wanting to focus it having those that foundation of your, your spiritual practices the next significant event is on january 15th the sun moves into capricorn capricorn the qualities of stability structure patience and the sun there helps uh, amplify those qualities so if you've maybe you started to fall off of your goals and intentions for the year or just what sort of nourishes you now it's a good time to start to get back into that and then coming out of the holidays it is usually around mid-january that people start to get back into a routine and the sun in capricorn really helps uh, amplify that and support that so if you've fallen out of your routine by mid-january that will help put things back in line then the next significant event from there is the full moon in Gemini on Saturday of January nineteenth. Gemini, the qualities of duplicity of uh, associated with like business and quick thinking and quick actions and movements, so all supporting uh, this this increased sun quality over the next six months this increased active quality over the next six months and putting that into your speech your communication your business your finances all that is supported there on uh, the 19th the full moon is a time of completion so you might feel there's uh, there's something incomplete in early mid-january in the finances communication business realm that will help bring that to completion and bring some sort of conclusion there. And then the last thing in January is Venus moves into Sagittarius. So if you're thinking about going on a trip with your partner in around um, February 14th, around Valentine's Day in that area, that will be very well supported. Going in a little little travel with your partner or um, again, this sort of having the spiritual practice with your partner having some sort of quality time uh and sharing with your partner doing things together getting out together right sagittarius is uh active fun loving sign venus with there's it's a great time for date nights you know if you don't already have date nights in your relationship or if you don't have a relationship going on dates all very well supported in the this transit with venus and sagittarius at the end of january and into february So that's a quick overview of what's happening and the real most important interesting thing to me is not just knowing that's happening, uh, but to get to the end of these transits and I suggest coming back to this at the end of January and reviewing and reflecting and seeing if this puts things into perspective, you know, I find a lot of benefit in going back with astrology and kind of reviewing even more so than the predictive stuff. know predictive i think i think of it like you're sort of priming your brain of like okay these things are happening i can be prepared for this and maybe uh have some practices that are going to harness the positive uh aspects of these qualities of these transits and then at the end of it when we get towards the end of these cycles towards the end of january i like to go back and just see like okay what did i learn from those experiences and uh how can i integrate that and for me like i'm just so quick on to the next thing i have moon and gemini very active quick mind and just ready for the next thing so it's important for me to go back and reflect and you might find that helpful too so what you can do is spiritual practices uh meditations yoga and practice yoga practices you can do over this this next month and a half period so to start with on the winter solstice uh nadi Shodana or the channel cleansing breath alternate nostril breathing and restorative gentle kind of practices maybe yin yoga maybe legs up the wall is a really good one and you could do this Nadi shot in the breathing with your legs up the wall kind of getting uh, two birds with one stone there uh, but if you have more time to rest and restore for the winter solstice it's definitely encouraged so after that starting on the 22nd and going all the way to February 6th, so about a month and a half there. A practice I would recommend is sitting in meditation with Gion Mudra. That's your thumb and index finger touching. Sitting in meditation, just sitting on the edge of a blanket or on a bolster or a Zafu meditation cushion. Holding the thumb to index finger and doing a breath inhale and in retention. And then a normal exhale. So inhale, you hold the breath, and then you exhale normally. And set a timer to do that for I'd say at least three minutes. You can go up to ten minutes or longer if you want, but three minutes would be the bare minimum. Ten would be recommended, and more is optional. So what that's going to do is enhance and focus and harness the qualities of the planet Jupiter. Jupiter is your index finger. In uh, planetary mudras and that's going to focus that energy and there's going to be a lot of expansion going on in this first part of the year and that can get a little unruly at times and can be a lot to take in so having this practice will help it stay centered and calm and focused and harnessing that energy as far as yoga practices I recommend doing heart-opening practices to amplify the qualities of Venus. So, doing things like backbends, things like uh, restorative uh, version of bound angle pose, where you're laying back on a bolster, uh, things like warrior one lunges, where you're more of emphasizing more of the backbend. And again, if you come to my classes over the next month and a half, you'll see these things and uh, in the quiet mind yoga podcast you'll be hearing these things so if you can't make it to my classes you can practice it there uh, on the podcast so i'll go i'll go through uh, a guided version of this nadi shodhana practice this alternate nostril breathing so all you need to do is just find a comfortable seat and you can also do these pranayama these breathing practices lying down if you prefer but with all pranayama we're learning to control and manage the flow of prana life force through the body and the easiest way to do that is with our breath so we can only go you know so long without water so long without food and so long without sleep but we can only really go like three minutes without breathing at most so breath is our biggest quickest access point to influencing the prana the energy that's flowing through us and affecting us so i like to focus on the pranayama breathing practices to harness these energies because they're quick effective and you can see results pretty significantly pretty quickly so find a comfortable seated posture or lying down and we'll use this mudra where your your right thumb sticks out and then your first two fingers on your right hand are curled in the the index finger and the middle finger curled in and that leaves the ring finger and the pinky extended out. If this doesn't make sense, you can go to quietmind.yoga/blog, and you'll see a picture of me holding that mudra and a step-by-step guide on this practice. So you'll take your right thumb to seal your right nostril. Now inhale through the left nostril. Seal the left nostril and exhale through the right side. Inhale through the right side. Seal the right nostril, exhale through the left side. Inhale through the left side. Seal the left nostril and exhale through the right side. Inhale through the right side. Seal the right nostril, exhale through the left. Inhale through the left. Seal the left nostril and exhale through the right. Inhale through the right. Seal the right nostril and exhale through the left. And then release the hands, hand down and just come back to a normal breath. And again, this is a practice you can do yourself for the winter solstice. On Friday and if you miss it if you're listening to this later it's still a good practice to do anytime before the new year or anytime really that you want to focus and clear the mind after that throughout January to early February to February 6th the kyan mudra thumb to index finger again sitting comfortably or lying down normal breath you inhale and inhale through the nose hold the breath and a normal exhale inhale through the nose hold the breath normal exhale inhale through the nose hold the breath and normal exhale all right so that's the inhale and retention and that amplifies the qualities of Jupiter and the heart opening postures will help give you that activation energy the internal heat and the opening and the strengthening of the back muscles the opening of the front of the body to really open to the new year and come into 2019 with a lot of energy focus and directing all the energy that's working around you thank you for listening and i'm excited for another year ahead to get to share more of this incredible wisdom of vedic astrology if you're enjoying this podcast leave a review and a rating and share with somebody you think might be interested in this if you want to have your own personalized reading to understand what's happening and how these signs are in your houses so for each one of us individually these are going to be in one of the twelve houses. All these aspects are in one of your twelve houses. So, for example, you might have Sun in Sagittarius in your career, and that's going to have a big influence on how your spiritual beliefs affect your work, your career, your work-life balance, and it's very interesting once you can get into those more deep, uh, specific details. So, if you're interested in that, you can schedule a reading at QuietMind.Yoga/Astrology, and you'll see how to schedule a reading there. And the next thing you'll hear is the conclusion of season one of this podcast where I'll be reviewing all of the signs of the zodiac and covering a lot of things that I missed over the season and some more specific things about the signs beyond just the characteristics and traits. But if you're really interested in understanding your personality, I think you'll find that stuff really valuable. And going forward, this podcast will be called the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast in line with the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast to keep things more consistent. And, you know, just if you're wondering where does that come from, well, the Yoga Sutras, the first or the second sutra is, it describes what yoga is. And it says, yoga is the quieting of the mind. Yoga is jitta narodaha. And to me, that just means that There's a possibility, there's hope that you could get to this space of the mind not being so active, worried, anxious, doubtful, afraid, uh, and instead you have a clear, open, calm, focused mind. And I've experienced that through yoga and meditation and studying Vedic Astrology, and that's why I've chosen that name, that's why I use that name, Quiet Mind. And I believe it's totally within the realm of possibility for all of us to get out of the worry, the doubt, the the FUD, the fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and to create a more focused, centered mind that we can direct instead of the mind sort of, uh, you know, going wherever it wants and having us feel whatever, you know, ups and downs and highs and lows, that we can have practices, we can have a way to focus the mind and create things intentionally and really instead of living in a world where we're just reacting to things and just getting by we can be thriving and creating things and be inspired and feel inspired to do something and take action and do it and live in a way that feels most fulfilling to us and that comes from having a clear mind right all the teachers say you become what you think about and if you can clear the mind and focus your thoughts anything is possible So thank you for listening and I look forward to sharing more with you soon.